Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 61, where we have tons to talk about. So let's just dive right in. Just last week, and we've questioned this on the show a lot, we were talking about how Sony's really chosen a strange strategy with the rollout of the PlayStation 5. The news has been so sporadic and not exciting and just like, oh, well, I just kind of like say something. Well, they did it again, like literally the next day. So Sony, the big news this week, they confirmed that their next console is called the PlayStation 5. Big surprise. Wow. Just, I just can't wow. believe it. I, I can't believe it. They also confirmed it's coming out I can't fall. believe it's not butter. <laughs> they also confirmed it's coming out fall 2020. What we already knew. This one really threw me for a loop. Sony confirmed that Bluepoint is making a big PlayStation 5 game. That was so odd to me because... Here's Sony, the owners of developers like Naughty Dog, Gorilla... And the first thing they say about the games they're working on is that they've got this... They own Insomniac. Yeah. They've got this studio that makes remasters working on a game for PlayStation 5. What do you think it is? Well, who... Everybody's working on games for PlayStation 5. Yeah. This isn't even new. This is going to be a, a remake, right? Yeah, but who... That's all you got to say? You've got a big exactly. remake yeah. being made. Yeah. Like... But what do you think it is, the remake? I don't even care. Like, what could it be? It doesn't matter to me. Like the, the the thing to me was this was the most exciting thing they had to say. Well, we've got this guy working on a remake for. A, it's a game you already played. Yeah, that's what I mean. Please like, be excited to play it again. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying Demon Souls. Even oh, uh, I better not be. Or, or, that's not even a first part. Yeah, I, I saw Sony that. did publish uh, Demon Souls. Oh, that's right. Not that's Dark. Right. Souls. Not Dark Souls. Before Demon Souls. Demon Souls. That's right. Um, you know that probably would generate some excitement. Um, oh, I don't know I, what I don't else really it would be. That's big, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the Souls games are all pretty yeah, big. I guess. And I that Demon Souls was kind of before it really blew up. Yeah, exactly. So I could see, which is why I, I could see the merits but, of but it. But that's why I don't think it's big because it was the game before yeah. the games got big. Yeah. Unless you know, he just figures. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that play Dark Souls and Bloodborne that never played Demon Souls. So yeah. I don't know what else it would be. I mean, Tumba? I mean, <laughs> I can't... Yeah. See, like, that's what I was saying. Ape Escape? I mean, like... What? what big games do they have? I mean, it's funny. Resistance? They, they have so many big games. Well, you think of Sony's first party, you think, hey, that's great. And then, you know, they say, oh, well, we got Twisted this metal. studio. And, you know, you know it's not Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, this is a single-player developer, basically. Yeah, if the Shadow of the Colossus remake didn't exist, that would be my first guess, yeah. because he called it yeah. big. yeah. But outside of that, I don't, I don't know what it could be. I because you know, I mean, it isn't gonna be like The Last of Us. I, I don't think it would be like Uncharted. No, it's too soon for something like that. Yeah. And what could you even do with a remake of those games? Because they're already high end yeah. enough. I mean, it wouldn't be like God of War because they just rebooted that. Yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't would make they... sense? Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I, just... I think you're either talking like Demon Souls. Yeah. Or like a really old PS1 era game, like what they're doing with Medieval. Yeah. You know, they're What was that? What was that game? Um, Vagrant. It was like an RPG. It was Vagrant. I thought that was something. a Square game. Vagrant Story or something yeah. like that? I thought that was a, Is square, that a square game. game? I don't know. Well, oh, yeah, maybe I'm thinking of Legends of Dragoon. That was a Square game too, though. But, no, I thought one of them was Sony. It might have been published by Sony. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm sure they have, like, one JRPG franchise. Could be. Um, but, you know, everything else they announced, announced, was stuff we already knew. Yeah, it has a solid state drive. You're going to yeah. be able to customize yeah. your installation of the game. The, the triggers are, you know, the developers can make them resistant. You yeah. know, so, like, if you're supposed to be fighting, instead of just pounding the button, they can make it hard to push the button. And, uh-huh. uh, all of this... Hey, hey, it's got it's got a little tiny hole that they're not going to tell you what it does yet. But it's got a little tiny hole on the controller. Please be excited. <laughs> that's like I have a tiny hole too. Yeah. What could that's they what stuck in there? That's what I'm comparing <laughs> this. All of this news to me just fed into the like Sony is literally so desperate to be in the headlines yeah. that they said, "Hey, 
We're calling the next console the PlayStation 5, everybody. We, Get excited. I mean, we, we've, we've gone over this and over this, but the way they're unveiling it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. so boring. That's what it I'm saying. It's so like, boring. Hey, everybody, we're calling it the PlayStation 5. Well, yeah, and they're giving us the specs and they're giving us the details on it. By the time they actually reveal it, well, I mean, it's just going to be like, oh, okay. We well, already know all, all right. this stuff anyway, because it leaks a year in advance. Yeah, well, maybe that's why they're doing it. This isn't exciting anybody, though. Like, yeah. oh, hey, it's called the PlayStation 5. It's got a solid state drive. Yeah. And Well, maybe, I mean, I don't know. We've already it, it, known this. If it didn't have a solid state drive, you know, it would be a problem. That is true. Most of it leaks. So maybe they're just figuring, well, you know, we know most of it's going to leak. So why don't we just put it out there? But the, why do they even bother making an announcement, though? Like, well, here's an announcement about PlayStation 5. It's called the PlayStation 5. And this developer is making a PlayStation 5 game. Everybody's making next-gen yeah. games. This isn't new. I mean, I, I think it would have been a little more smarter, maybe. If you're going to go this route of, like, okay, here's a little piece of it, here's a little piece of it, give us slightly larger pieces. Like, they should have shown us the actual controller. Something. Show, show Something. the actual controller. I mean, if if you're not gonna have, if you're not gonna be at shows for a year and a half, yeah, then yeah, I can see why you're gonna do like this trickle, this trickling out of news. You know what would have been but, more exciting news, which they would never do this, because it marketing wise just doesn't make sense. The bigger news would be, hey, we're not calling it the PlayStation Five, because then everybody'd be sitting there going, well, what are they gonna call it? What are they gonna call it? Yeah, that's true. But. If they changed the name, they would lose too much brand recognition. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping the next Xbox is just called Xbox Five. I mean, I they could get away with it because they could say that the um, X, the X was Xbox Four. I don't. And then know. they could call this Xbox. 4. I've seen people saying that Microsoft should just ditch the Xbox name, which I totally disagree with. That they've the tried, been they trying to with? lean into it more. What would like, they go with? I don't that's what I said. The Windows box, like why yeah, would you yeah. suddenly who, change oh, the name? Oh, everybody loves Windows. The Microsoft box. Nothing makes me think fun like, yeah, Windows. like Windows. Windows X. There's nothing wrong with the Xbox brand. No, no. Why would why would And they they've been trying it? to build it more by putting Xbox game studios and stuff on other platforms yeah. and There's nothing wrong with the Xbox brand in my opinion. But. No. So let's get into probably the deep the deep dive dun, dun, dun. we're going to do this episode. So, if you've been listening to this podcast for the last 61 episodes, you've heard us refer to China quite often, whether yeah. it be because of, you, you know, can't get away from pointing it. out what Tencent is doing in the gaming gaming industry or uh, a lot of things. And I I kind of want to do a deep dive this week because a lot of people China was everywhere this week. Yeah. Everybody's talking about China for various reasons. The Houston Rockets stumbled into a debacle. Activision Blizzard stumbled into a debacle. Apple stumbled into a debacle. And I I always kind of use the people who I work with as like a reference to like how much do people yeah, the, understand. The average person on the street. Yeah. And uh, you know, in, in talking to them, they were all talking about it. But it was obvious that People didn't really understand, and this is I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not insulting those people. I'm just saying that they don't have the knowledge of why China is such such a topic and yeah. issue. Yeah. And I think the first thing the first thing to identify here, I don't think a lot of people understand. The United States has about 350 million people. China has 1.3 billion. Yeah. So, so they got a billion more people. When you talk about <laughs> the economic, anything economic between the United States and China or the rest of the world and China, China is the biggest market in the world for virtually anything. Yep. Games, devices, services, and, you know, across the board. It's actually compounded by the, the, the structure of their government where, you know, the, the central government has like total control over right. everything. Everything, everything that goes on in the country. So you know, if they want to make a big push on something, it happens. Yeah. You know, like here in America, you know, like if your town isn't into public transportation, well, you know, then you're it's not gonna have much public transportation. Yeah. In China, if they're if the central government is interested in public transportation, every town yeah. is gonna have public transportation. So you know, even. Even it's not even really an apples to apples comparison. No, for that exactly. That 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 is what I was trying to tell 
some of the people that I was talking about this is I said, you have to forget what you know about the way our, you know, government works or the way our economic system works because it's not even comparable. And I, I was trying to explain that, you know, over there, literally what they do, and you pointed this out too, we were talking about it, it you know, anything, they will take whatever they want to happen as far as business goes. If, if, if you want to do business in China, you have to do it on the exact terms that the Chinese government wants, or they'll just ban you yeah. and literally talk, go to like basically these corporations that they own and say, yeah. you're doing this now. Hey, yeah. guess what? You're going to be, you're going to be able to make a Fortnite ripoff. Here's yeah. the source code. Here's a billion dollars. Exactly. Like you're going to, you're going to print money. Um, and you even mentioned that they raid the patent office. Yeah, they, they raid our patent office. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a big deal because, you know, like the patent office, when you stop and think about it, only works so long as all the countries around the world sort of agree to enforce IP. Yeah, right. Otherwise, you're just putting out the blueprints for all right. your ideas right. for everyone to see. And you know, like in China, obviously, they don't care. So, so the first, there's so much to sift through here. So that's why basically to if you're a company and you want to grow your business the number one place in the world to do it is china it's not anywhere else it's china and it, in order to do so you basically have to be under the thumb of the chinese government there's no other way to say it you got to do if that involves censoring your game the way they want it whether it be yeah. the political message or you know for violent content whatever whatever yeah. reason what any yeah. You, you, you know, Nintendo moved into China only through Tencent recently. Yeah. So first, I think the Houston Rockets were the first ones to stumble into this this past week. So was it the GM of the Rockets well, that made made a statement? Um, yes. Yeah. He made a. He tweeted. So was, I, I guess there's like more. There's something? even more to to explain here. So. Hong Kong is kind of what sparked a lot of this. So Hong Kong, try explaining this to, to people. Hong Kong is part of China, yeah, but it kind of does its own thing. It's like almost it's not independent. Yeah, I think I think the way they they explain it is really the quickest and easiest way to explain it is um, the philosophy that guides how they control Hong Kong. It's it's one country, two systems. Pretty much. So Hong Kong is part of China, but it runs under a completely different system. They have their the own laws, um, so on and so forth. So it's 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 not even like it's the state versus the federal government isn't even a comparable. No. no. So Hong Kong is part of China, but yeah, they're kind of independent in how they run themselves. It's kind of like Puerto Rico, really. Hong Kong probably gets more support from the Chinese yeah. government than Puerto Rico gets from the U.S., unfortunately. But, yeah, similar. Um, and I think China probably takes more from Hong Kong. Oh, absolutely. But anyway, absolutely. what kind of sparked all this? has been There's been a lot of protests in Hong Kong lately against, you know, the oppression of the Chinese government, whether it be through censorship or the, the control of them. And well, then I mean, there's a new law that was proposed yeah. that would allow the Chinese government to extradite people from Hong Kong yeah. and charge them. Well, and that's the thing is China swore for 50 years after the Hong Kong was handed over back to China because the British ruled it yeah. for the last hundred years until 1999. And then once it was handed Which is over, unbelievable. the Chinese agree, agreed to let Hong Kong essentially remain as thing. it was yeah. for 50 more years yeah. before China would take complete control over it. Well, Xi Jinping is, is having a change of heart. <laughs> and he wants that to speed up, you know, because he knows he'll be dead by the time that happens. And he doesn't want that. So he's trying to speed that process up. And obviously Hong Kong is trying to resist. Yeah. And, and one of the big, from what I understand, one of the big things is, you know, they've Hong Kong is supposed to be able to do their own thing and kind of be protected from the Chinese. The Chinese government can't, you know, try them for speaking out. Yeah. out. And well, the Chinese government and is proposing they're supposed to have free right. elections, but China's already cracked yeah. down on that. So China is basically now saying, "Well, we're trying to change the law. So if you are doing something that we don't like, we can charge you 
and move you out of Hong Kong and then charge you in our courts. Which, which, like, especially after... You don't want. Especially after this. Yeah, you do not want this. If you're a Hong Konger, you're guilty. That's terrifying. Because they're going to move you to the mainland and you're going to be guilty. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, there's been mass protests about this. Um, the, The GM of the Houston Rockets tweeted, basically, in support of Hong Kong and said... You know, I don't even know what he said, but what he said doesn't matter. You know, but he said basically, I support freedom. I, support. I, I stand yeah. with the people. Right. Free, freedom of speech. That, that's paraphrasing it, but it was very close. So to on it. and so forth. So the NBA, for at least the past decade, has been working very close to expand their presence in China. They play uh, games in China now, they do Chinese yeah. tours. Yep. Yeah. And again, to do this, you have to be tight with the Chinese government to do any type of yeah. business. Well, and let's 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 highlight that when the Houston Rockets drafted Yao Ming. Yeah. Yao Ming was like a rock star in China. Yeah. And then when he made it to the NBA, he was like the first big Chinese NBA yeah. player. Yeah. So China went crazy for the for, Houston Rockets. For the NBA and in particular the Houston Rockets. So yeah. Houston, I mean, and it didn't hurt that, like, the Houston Rockets already wore red, yeah. which is a very important color to the Chinese. Yeah. So, so you know, there he was in the red uniform, you know. So, like, yeah. that became China's team. So, to have Houston's GM be the one to tweet yeah. this out, yeah. it just... <laughs> not you know, the Knicks. It, not... it felt like such a, a stab in the back for, for the mainland Chinese people. And... Uh, so here we are. You so, know, yeah. A firestorm. Well, well that's what happened is so the Chinese government started taking action against the NBA, canceling their events. Um, you know, there's obviously big money involved in this. So the NBA, particularly Adam Silver probably had the most, uh, the commissioner of the NBA had the most onus of burden on yeah. him because here he is trying to maintain this business relationship while also protect the rights or support the rights of his own owners and employees and players to speak their minds. Yep. Um, and it just created this whole debacle where players and coaches awkwardly don't know what they can and can't say, what they're putting at risk by speaking in support of the people of Hong Kong. Because I have to imagine that 99% of the NBA would support the people you know, of Hong I, Kong. I, you really got to gotta applaud the uh, NBA. And, you know, people that tuned in for a video game. Uh, well, there is podcast. a video game portion there is a, of this. Yeah, there is it's a video coming. game portion. Activision and Blizzard point. stumbled into um, this as well. But, boy, they must be pretty lost right now. Um, so, uh, you know, I got to hand it to the NBA. At first, they at first they were a little soft on yeah. the issue. Like, yeah. oh, you know, we're sorry. We're not, we're not political, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know... They, they, they finally found their backbone and well, said, think, you know what, we're, we're about freedom of speech. Adam and, you know, Silver just deal with said it. the right thing when he said, you know, he, he just said it basically flat out. Like, we have an important relationship with China, but we support the rights of our employees to speak their opinions. Yeah. And that's, a, that's all and, has and to be he said. Did, he did say there was a line in there about, you know, we're going to let them say what they want to say, yeah. you know, engage in the politics they want to engage in. And, you know, if if people have an issue with that, so be it. Too bad. You know, that, I mean, and I, you know, like that was such an important thing yeah. because essentially he was saying to China, you know, listen, we're not going to stop these guys from saying how yeah. they feel. And if you don't like it. Yeah. Bad. I think he was basically saying, you know, of course the NBA itself won't take a stance on yeah. the issue, yeah. but we're not going to ask our players or our coaches or our owners or our GMs or trainers or anybody to censor them. And I thought that was a really big thing to say because... China's probably going to pretty much ban them. Well, they so, have, uh, you know, like I said, China has been canceling NBA oh, yeah. events. They've yeah. been they've basically shutting on them. They've been, yeah, not letting shut, the media shut, attend. Completely shut the media down. They can come play yeah. right now because for, it was Chinese audience, essentially. for Chinese audiences. For Chinese audiences. But there can be no coverage of it. Yeah, uh, which is almost like a death sentence. You know? Yeah. I mean, all they're making is ticket revenue, which yeah. is nothing. You know what? Well, let's let's roll on to the. Let's get to the. Let's get so. Activision and Blizzard was probably the most, surprisingly, the most controversial of all of this. Mainly because I think gamers in general are highly irrational. Yeah. But um, anyway, so what happened here was a professional Hearthstone player uh, 
from Hong Kong took a very public stance in support of the people of Hong Kong. And he recently had won a bunch of tournaments, had won a bunch of money from Blizzard. Blizzard itself does do business in China. There's actually a Chinese division of Activision Blizzard, and they also are partnered with Tencent, of course. Mm -hmm. Doesn't Tencent own a a portion of... A small portion, I think. Um, So, after they took that stance that player took that stance, uh, Activision... So the, so the Chinese branch of Activision Blizzard quickly, very quickly, banned this guy, took back uh, his winnings, and like basically like expelled the guy. They from, banned him for a year, right? Yes, initially. And then they, they took back his winnings. Now, they have since then... And basically in this one fell swoop They've since then given said, back his money, right? And... And it reduced it to a six-month ban. Yes. Um, but basically in doing so... Which they, was damage control. They basically us. said... Oh, totally. They basically said, do not speak your opinion or you're not welcome here. Basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody flipped out on forums, you know, people calling for boycotts of Activision Blizzard products right before Call of Duty Modern Warfare drops out and BlizzCon. BlizzCon is next month. Oh, God. After their disastrous BlizzCon last year. Didn't they just cancel a show? Uh, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard? Didn't they? Uh, I thought maybe I heard that they canceled the show for something or other. No, not that I've heard at least. Um, But there was massive backlash. People trying to delete their accounts and then Activision Activision disabled the (laughs) ability to delete their accounts. (laughs) So, I think... What a coincidence, you know? (laughs) The biggest mistake here to me was days and days and days passed by and neither, nobody within Activision or Blizzard said a word. They had employees staging walkouts, leaving the company uh, because of this, because of this, basically the oppression of a Hearthstone player that I'm not going to work for this company if this is the way we're going to do business. And I I have to feel bad, as a Blizzard fan, I have to feel bad for the American employees of Blizzard. Because I have a feeling this this decision was totally made in China by the branch that owns, is owned by the Chinese government, essentially. Well, you know, I mean, anyone that's not in a leadership position, you know, you, you sort of have to feel bad for them because no matter what happens, they're just a long well, floor ride. Well, even you know? even the even the ones in the leadership positions in America, I'm thinking like the director that's of true. Overwatch, who's like the fate one of the faces of the company. Yeah. And just all around nice guy, loved by fans, and this action has totally caused a massive massive blowback. People are boycotting Blizzard, uh, saying they'll never support them again. Um, and then since yeah, since they gave the guy back his winnings and only banned him for six months, when they finally came out oh, with generous. a statement, finally, like three or four days later, which was way too long, way, way too long to wait. It's like the fire just kept growing and growing while they sat there trying to figure out yeah. what to say. Um, it was the widening gyre. Yeah. And then Apple. What was Apple's? Uh, Apple. Uh, oh, the they deleted police tracking. An app, right? Yes. There was an app that the Hong Kong people were using to track the police. Yeah. The police's movements. Was that its purpose? Like, or was Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was. Like it, it had a map and then it, like, you know, it would show where the police were. Yeah. Because, you know, the police only go out like. In mass, yeah, yeah. So, so the map would show you like, okay, you can't go down this street because the police are, are you know, are on that street. Well, China uh, obviously said, eh, told Apple yeah, to get rid. Yeah, of Yeah, get rid of that. Well, and Apple said, okay. Well, and I, <laughs> I had heard that this app had been out before. Yeah. Apple got rid of it once before, and then in in damage control, they basically tried to say, well. No, we're going to stand with their rights. Yeah. And they put it out. They put and then it shortly out. thereafter, and they then China, pulled it again. I'm sure China really came down. They pulled so, it know, again. You, you got to get rid we're of We're banning the iPhone it, pretty unless much you probably, get rid of this. Probably. I mean, you know, Apple, it, it's a very strange relationship Apple and China have. Yeah. In that, you know, China sort of needs and wants Apple, and they they don't want to ban them, but they do. Yeah. They, yeah. They, like, 
They want Apple, a Chinese Apple competitor in, China's in an ideal eyes, world. In China's eyes, Apple is almost like the pinnacle of American yeah. business. Yeah. So like it's 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 very political in yeah. its position, you know. Like well, remember Russia was trying to ban Google just a few months ago. Yeah. So same thing. So they 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 always you know they always threaten Apple and stuff, but you know can they really do much? Not really sure. Uh, I'm surprised that they haven't. I mean, Samsung's based in Nor- or uh, South Korea, so. You know, maybe turning to Samsung isn't the greatest option for them either. Yeah. But uh, I'm just I'm surprised they haven't just tried to like strike some huge partnership with Samsung and say, well, Apple could get the heck out. Well, Apple, I think Apple and the NBA, they they have a really fine line to walk. Yeah. Like nearly impossible. Yeah. Because both of them are have built their reputation around like your privacy, your rights. You're right. We're, right. We're gonna stand by. We're putting you first. Yeah, we're we're standing by people's Especially rights. Especially Apple. Yeah, Apple's Apple's all about security. And, yeah. and whatever. Half of their new services are all about yeah, a- yeah. the like Apple Card. Login, login with Apple. They they yeah. create. They'll even create like a fake Apple Pay email address to submit to the to the company. Yeah. So that way you won't get spam mail. Um, so like they built their reputation around being trustworthy and yeah. for personal freedoms and so and the NBA obviously is is the most quote, woke league there is. So they both have a really huge issue in China because yeah. both are very successful in China. Right. So Huge market. So they, they almost have to pick, like, are we going to sacrifice what we've built ourselves as? To do business. To do business in China? Or are we going to sacrifice the Chinese? They essentially have to pick America yeah. or China. Right, right. You and know? that's what I kept explaining to the people at work. You know, why, well, why would a company, you know, why would Activision Blizzard do that? And I said, if you ultimately have to choose between 300 million customers or 1.3 billion, if you own the business, what are you going to choose? Are you going to stand with your, your morality well, with the 350 million? Yeah. Or are you going to, well, I'm going to do the 350 million. And I, well, maybe you would. I don't know. Yeah. But it's a very serious well, decision. I mean, at the same time, I mean, it's, it's really America and Europe. Yeah, yeah. But it's so, the whole world versus, yeah, versus China. Yeah, you know, like China. Well, I'd put it's really, Russia. Yeah, it's really sort right of like there. yeah, China and to a lesser extent Russia versus the world. Like, yeah. You what are you gonna pick? Yeah. You know? um, and in that sense, the scales kind of tip back the other way. Yeah. Thank God. But, but I, mean, <laughs> I mean, remember that every year the stats show again and again that the most gaming revenue in the world comes from China. Yeah. Well, the, the most the most the area. Of, for which there's the most growth in the near term is in China, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because really, I mean, you keep saying 1.3 billion versus 300 million. Yeah. It's really sort of like 400 million versus 300 million because only about 400 million of their citizens are living in like a, a middle class standard. Yeah. The rest are actually extremely well, poor. Well, we have millions of people without internet as yeah, well. <laughs> that's true. Um, but the rest are like extremely poor. Yeah, They're, yeah. Um, uh, you know, farmers. Yeah. And. Um, but they probably have access they, to mobile games. But but it's growing. Yeah. You know, like their middle class is growing. So yeah. that's that's where the the growth comes. Yeah. From, so. So I mean, the whole thing. I I think. I mean, form your own opinions on, you know, the Houston Rockets, Apple, Activision Blizzard. I think. I think what I wanted to accomplish through this conversation is to just help people understand, like. The true maze that, that is trying to be navigated here by these companies or organizations, and and you know the challenges of of you know what I don't want to say what we're up against, but that is what I'm going to say. What we're up against with China. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, you know, and I feel like we have to make an honorable mention of the South Park episode, which you know I really hate that show. really hit it I out of the park. That show. Hit it out of the park. Did I, you? You didn't see the their China episode? Everybody's talking. About I know that's the problem. It's because it doesn't actually educate anybody. It, it, it's just you mean, stupidity. You mean to tell me that uh, Randy Marsh strangling Pooh Bear doesn't educate people on that's, Chinese? Everybody came into work and they're they're all saying like, yeah, I saw the episode of South Park. I get it now. No, you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> that did not help. You know, I watch, people always said that too. I watched the World of Warcraft episode of South Park. I know all about it. No, you don't. You know, I, I sometimes go back and forth as to whether or not like those, con- like The Daily Show. Yeah. And, you know, basically any show that does political commentary. 
I sometimes go back and forth as to whether or not they're helping they're or hurting. Yeah. Because if you laugh at the situation, are you going to really take it seriously? You know, well, you know I think there's different... Sometimes we all do need to relax a little and to, you know, take yeah. a step back. And, you know, it just depends. It yeah. really just depends. Um, anything else on China before we move on? No, there's so much to uh, say. But. Yeah, there's, but, I, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about yeah. it. I, I think that's, that's good. So both the founders of Mixer, both of them, the vice president of Xbox, Mikey wow. Barra, who's been here for 20 years. I missed this news. All left Microsoft this past week. And I really have to believe, I don't, I don't think that this was a, a lot of people thought this was like, sound the alarm, sound the alarm. Yeah, I think it's I don't, coincidence. I, I don't think it's coincidence. I think the three of them are probably going to be going in on something together. Let's just... Maybe. You know, th- these two built a successful product with Mixer. They sold it. And it's in, it's in you know, they're n- it's not in their hands anymore. So, and Mikey Barra had been there for 20 years. Probably looking at, well, you know, do I want to spend the rest of my career here? Or do I want to do something new? Yeah. You know, something different. I, I just, they, I heard the three of them are close. So, I just have a oh, feeling they're going to well, be that makes sense. starting... Yeah. Not 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 the next Xbox, but just some other endeavor. Yeah. Whether it be, be like a new service in gaming or outside gaming. Yeah, I wonder what it could be. Also, though, the lead producer of Halo Infinite. Dun, dun, dun. This was after the creative director left, dun, dun. and apparently, this lead producer of Halo Infinite was only in the role for like a month. So, or what do two. you think? Is it time to sell the I am terrified <laughs> because Halo Infinite has to be. The game. It has to be. To, to save Halo. To, not only to save Halo, but, but it's the next Xbox's you know, big gets their game. I, you know, I... And the life, last Life two, is strange. Especially Five. Life five is strange. Five was bunk in not, many ways. Not the video game, but Life is Strange. Um, I mean, you look at Halo 1's development. Yeah. And it's troubled. It was, it was a train All wreck. over the place. <laughs> Like, it was not And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes one of the greatest video games yeah. in the history of video games. But you look at the development, and like, at no point during that development... Was it cohesive? Was anybody... Oh, shit. At no point in that uh, development of that game could anyone have stopped and said, this Oh, yeah, this great. is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, first it was an RTS. <laughs> then it was yeah. a third-person shooter. Then it made a first... Changed it to first-person. It was the first... It was the first real first-person shooter to even attempt to really do dual-stick controls yeah. and really... Yeah, that's true. I, uh, no, I didn't really The, the leaps that. that they made with AI, yeah. dual analog stick and they controls... Really, they really nailed like the control scheme that would become oh. sort of the definitive... Everybody's used that for the past yes. 20 years. Like there's been no evolution. And they not nailed really. it very first try. Not really. Uh, just crazy. But, yeah, I, I don't think any of this Microsoft news, personally, like, none of it made me, like, oh, God. You know, if yeah. Phil Spencer suddenly was just like, you know, I'm out of here, that would that would probably scare me. Well, the Halo me. Infinite stuff is, is a little scary to me because... The creative director just left. People keep leaving, and the, they showed the game already, and it didn't really didn't look impress. that great. No. <laughs> so, we'll see. Um... I yeah. still think they should have showed gameplay, the first next-gen gameplay last year. Yeah. Uh, I really think they could have. Well, that's the thing. Was that was that next-gen or was that current-gen running Halo? They said it was, well... Did they say it was They showed launch? it... I think they said it was launching on Project Scarlet, and then they didn't say what it was running on. Yeah. But we know it is going to run on the Xbox I, I don't expect it to look amazing, no. because no. it's going to be a big game. Yeah. But... Yeah, well, they and they showed, changed the yeah. art style to be more simplistic, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, I just don't want the character models running at 20 frames per second if you're more than 50 no, meters that, away that from definitely them. definitely won't happen. That drove me insane. Um, so I want to hear about this. I know you watched this live. Oh, I, I hate so, myself for so watching this. So WWE had a big Hell in the Cell pay-per-view event. And Hell in the Cell... Well, let me just stop you right there. Hell in the Cell was always my favorite thing. Like, back in the day, I love... Like, it was just so crazy to me. That I was like, yes. So, tell, yes. tell me what happened here. Because okay. this was supposed to be one of their big events. Yeah. And uh, let me let me just run through a synapse or something. Yeah. The, tell me uh, what happened here. Because so, I heard tons of 
blowback. Okay, so so hipster guy with greasy long hair one takes on hipster guy with greasy long hair two, <laughs> in a in a hell of a cell cage match, and hipster guy with greasy long hair one, basically just for the entire match just put stuff on this on greasy haired guy number two's face that just laid it on his face and then hit it with stuff. That was like the entire match. I swear How long I, was the match? Was it really short? No, it's probably like 15, 20, 20 okay. minutes at least. What did he put on there? Like like, like a chair, like a table. And, and, then, and then he would like hit it with another chair or another <laughs> table. And, and then he put like a, a, a toolbox on his face. Like he kept just stacking stuff on his face and then hitting it with other stuff. And, and like the other guy's literally just laying in the center of the ring the entire match, just getting his you know <laughs> face stuff, beaten, stuff piled on his face, and then you know the other guy just hitting him with it. I swear to you, that's the entire match. That, that's it. That's all. Well, that was. How does it ends with a disqualification? And, and it ends right? with he finally goes under the the um, you know the apron of the of the ring and he pulls out a sledgehammer, and you know by by now he's got like literally about three feet of stuff piled on this guy's face. <laughs> And he, you know, like the referee's like, no, man, I know you're better than this. I know you're better Did than this. Did he actually say that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, He's oh, like, don't geez. do it. Don't do it. And then, you know, like, greasy hair guy number one is about to leave the ring. And then all of a sudden he turns around with a sledgehammer and swings it and hits all the stuff that's piled on the guy's face. And then the bell rings and he's disqualified. That's it. That was the entire match. But what well, happened from match. there, though? But, right, the, the crowd started, like, writhing, oh, right? the crowd went nuts. Like they're like, throwing Ooh. garbage at people. Oh, and... Well, I mean, you know, um, uh, at one point, just before the, the match started, um, what's the guy's Oh, Seth. Uh, the, the crowd was literally chanting at one point during the match, Please kill, kill Seth. Please kill Seth. Please <laughs> kill Seth. Please kill Seth. And Seth, I think, was supposed to be the good guy in the match, but... At- um, so when I woke up the next morning on Twitter, trend, uh, cancel, hashtag cancel WWE oh, was gosh. the number one trend. The, the crowd was throwing stuff. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the crowd was upset at the story. Like, yeah. there's, you know, like, there's been times where, you know, like, when Hulk Hogan was a bad guy. Yeah. People were really upset. But that's a good story. Yeah. And it's a compelling people, story. People were in the story and they, they saw were him as a bad guy. Yeah. They were angry at that. Yeah. You know, like, so they were part of the story. This wasn't that. Yeah. This was people looking at the story saying, this is pure trash. trash. And they were pissed that they paid money yeah. and sat there for that long just to witness yeah. that match. So they were throwing bottles. They were chanting, you know, AEW, which is now the rival. Yeah. Well, uh, there's two rivals, right? There's AEW and then uh, somebody else is starting well, a pretty decent size. The, um, the WWE started NXT. Which is I thought there's even another popular. one, though. I think there is, but that one might be owned by the W. WWE seems to own everything that's not AEW at this the point. The XFL. Um, so, AEW is really WCW. Yeah. For name, yeah. For those that don't know. And I've heard pretty good uh, things about it. Yeah, no, it's... Comparatively. Actually, it's really fun. Like, that, you know, and that's what I was... I was sitting there watching, because after I watched that match and I heard the crowd chanting AEW, I'm like, okay, well... I gotta go look and see what yeah. what's got people so damn excited about this AEW. So I watched it, and it really is fun. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, is it just fun because it's not WWE? Yeah. And it's new. But then I was like, no, like the the matches are actually interesting to watch. Yeah. Like people like do crazy stuff off the top turnbuckles, yeah. you know, like. And I was thinking back to the WWE matches, and nothing really happens. How boring like, they are. Nothing yeah. really happens. Like. They just like throw people into the ropes and yeah. like clothesline them. They don't do anything anymore like I, in the WWE. I think I I laughed. I know I texted you about this, but so X Pac, who used to be in Degeneration X, you know, back in its heyday, the Attitude Era. Yeah, he was invited on this officially WWE sponsored event where they react to the matches. They react to the event, <laughs> and and he he's sitting there and they're all talking. And he goes. I understand that I might never be invited on this show ever again for saying this, but how do you have a disqualification in a Hell in a Cell match? There's yeah. no rules. That's, yeah. the, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. fighting in a cage. Undertaker threw mankind off the cage. He threw him through the cage back in the day. There were, the point of these matches were that there were no rules. It's yeah. Hell in a Cell. 
And then they end their big Hell in a Cell match with a disqualification. Yeah. And X-Pac flat out goes, well, I might get never be invited back here, but how do you do that? You know, like, another, another terrible thing is, is before the match started, the... One of the guys, the other guy, the the fiend is his his name. What a terrible why why it's something I don't even know his name. It doesn't matter. Um, but he has like a bit where him or some other guy that looks like him. They have a bit where they they have sort of like a Mickey Mouse funhouse kind of thing. Like it looks like a children's show, and then there he is, you know, and he looks sort of sinister, and yeah. things are sort of weird uh, and just sort of off. But it's it's so corny, and they they keep ramming this down your throat. You don't care. Yeah. You know, like it's just embarrassing. Like everything about well, and that's it's just what embarrassing. I really feel like WWE is at a point where they may be headed the way of the dodo. Like yeah. I think this it's was scary. this was like the final straw scene for most people. Yeah. Oh, like this is unwatchable now. Well, and I think I think probably the worst part is is you know before they had Vince McMahon, and a yeah. lot of people blame Vince McMahon. Yeah. But I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe Vince is, it's either one of two things. I think Vince has lost interest in the WWE. I think that's completely. Like, you know, he's just, he's yeah. just done with it. I think he wants to move on to the XFL yeah, football. he does. Um, or he's sort of like Jerry Jones. I, like, I don't know how much Vince controls things anymore. But, yeah. Or he's sort of like Jerry Jones where he's past it, but he just keeps hanging out. Yeah. And, well, and that's, he still owns, you know, he's still majority owner or whatever. But I, I, you know, back in the day, he used to be a character. He'd be out there almost exactly. every night. Exactly. And he, I heard he had a very heavy hand in the storylines. Oh, and I mean, all just the, look at it. In, in shaping them, he did. Like, yeah. he would go to a wrestler directly and say, like, no, this isn't good. Like, this is trash or yeah. this is great. You know, he was very involved. This guy's in his 70s, don't forget. Yeah. And I've heard he's tried to transition the company to some of the younger. There's Stephanie and Shane and... Triple H is his literal son-in-law. Yep. And uh, they just don't have the knack for it that he did. That's and amazing. He's done some stupid things, too. He's gotten involved in some, dare I say, like political. And his wife definitely involved in politics. <laughs> but um, I heard he's got a touch of dementia as well. And I'm not sure if uh, that's I mean, true or not. You know, but given the lifestyle. It's like, 70s. Yeah. yeah. He had to be on steroids multiple times, yeah. um, but who knows? I, th- I think I think he'd be better to just completely at this point just like sell the whole company yeah. and well, I mean, let he, somebody. He, he was selling a lot of it yeah. to, to finance the XFL, yeah. which, which is why I'm like, well, does he even care? Anymore? Right, just sell or the whole thing. Is he just now going to switch to football? And that's yeah. What he is it seems for? like he's. It's probably he's in the awkward position where he still wants to be owner to keep making a lot of money. Yeah. But him still being there is really, holding it back. Yeah, he doesn't it's, really give it. He down. needs to just get out. But it seems like, you know, the people that he's entrusted to run the company have just ran yeah. right into the ground. Yeah. I think they've ran into the issue where they sort of they've probably done everything you can yeah, do. That's true. Like what else is well, there? and the rise of MMA, you know, real yeah. combat sports. Yeah, that's true. Um you know, that's a huge issue. Man. Yeah, and I mean, but I mean, the thing about WWE back in the day was that it had compelling characters. You had Stone Cold, oh, The Rock, God, The Undertaker, so many. Mankind, Gold Dust. Yeah, you had all these like yeah, Big Boss Man, Million Dollar Man, oh, you know, like uh, Macho like, Man, Hulk not, Hogan, yeah, Andre the Giant. So many colorful, yeah, unbelievable personality. Sting, The Ultimate Warrior. You know, you can just go on. And, and now on. they're crying to some bum. Yeah. Like CM Punk to come yeah. back. Oh, it's gonna oh, save, yeah. it's gonna save. Who is CM Punk? Yeah, like why is this greasy, guy interested? It's just greasy haired hipster, one, two, well, three, four, five. And I've heard know? I've heard that all Triple H cares about Roman Reigns. Apparently God damn apparently it. he's in charge. Triple H is in charge of the talent. That does not surprise me and because I've heard that all he cares about is the bodybuilding aspect. That he yeah. wants guys that are gonna be really jacked and really yeah. fit. And that what if you're there, then that's all that matters. Kevin Nash, uh, you know, Ric Flair, uh, Razor Ramon. What's what's his real name? Goldberg. Kev, uh, Kev, not Kevin Nash. Uh, Scott Hall. The Degeneration Act. I miss those I guys. Mean, Scott Hall and and, and Kevin Nash. Oh, they were so awesome. Trip, it's funny because Triple H was always the most boring member exactly. of the Generation X. Exactly. <laughs> he really was. Well, that's why it doesn't surprise me because you go back and you look at Triple. Well, do you remember Triple H's character before he was Triple H? 
I think so. When he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah, yeah. And he, he had big sideburns. Like, well, he'd walk around like a royal, yeah. and he would dress like a royal. Yeah. And it was just such a boring character. <laughs> I don't know if that was him, but I assume it maybe it was. I think you're allowed to come up with your own. God, he was so boring back then. And, uh, you know, so it doesn't surprise me that now that he's in charge of talent, it's gotten really it's boring. bad, yeah. So there's not much to say here. I just wanted to mention this. I played seven minutes of oh, Civ- Civilization Six. You're killing me. And I then uninstalled You're it me. and requested a refund because I have never played something so boring and stupid in my whole life. That's an amazing game. But here's the problem. I only played the Battle Royale mode. No. There's no there's no tutorial whatsoever. Oh, so I was God. literally just thrown into I'm not gonna spend the time to get Knowledgeable. I don't want to play this stupid campaign. See, I, you know, that's funny because I haven't played it in a while because I feel bad because I reached a point where I was going for, like, global domination. <laughs> but last time I played it, like, I got halfway around the world and then the world started to fight back and they, they beat me. So I'm scared to go back. Like, I didn't save it. Don't want to start I, over. I didn't save it. Like, so I'm, I'm a little bit behind where that all played out. Yeah. And, uh, to play us out, but I think I'm. I think last time I had saved, I had started my global conquest, so I essentially know it's going to play out all over again. So I'm scared to go back because, like, I I, I don't want to invest the time when I know essentially how it's going to play yeah. out. Yeah, and so that's where I'm stuck at. <laughs> um. So here's some more economic news. I should have changed this. We talked a lot. I don't know how many episodes ago it was. Ten or so. Yeah. When Facebook announced Libra and how the impact, the impact that would have or could have, and obviously they faced a lot of scrutiny from Congress and so on and so forth. Well, now Visa, MasterCard, Stripe, and eBay have all left Yikes. Facebook's because they set up like a, a company to rule, to govern yeah, Libra. Consortium. Yeah. The and now, consortium. you know, those are, especially Visa and, Ma- Visa and MasterCard are yeah, two those are, massive huge players. Hits, yeah. Do you think, PayPal, do you think... PayPal had just left uh, yeah. a short while before that. So do you think Libra will ever make it out? It's looking pretty shaky right now, isn't it? But Facebook's such a power. But, you know, there was a lot of reports... Um, at the start when this was first announced mm-hmm. that a lot of the players in it might have been in it just to just just to see just to listen was, in just to yeah just to see what they were doing and uh, and possibly to even to sabotage it yeah. <laughs> if if and when it got to that point and now that they're all just you know jumping ship so quickly it sort of makes me our, think that yeah our job is done here. yeah yeah they, they were there just to either listen in or sabotage it and now that it, now that it really appears to be you know a dust door, they're like oh, okay. Well, well I, I have to. I I really do wonder, because all Facebook needs to do, they have so such a big user base. All they need to do to get this off the ground is just launch it on Facebook. Yeah, and, and it'll start. Oh, absolutely. It'll that's it. Um, so it'll be. I know what they're playing next year, right? Originally, like quarter yeah, two or something, twenty twenty. Um, but you know. I was thinking about this. Um, I don't. I don't remember if I had read that it was in here or if I was just randomly thinking about it. But I don't think this will be the end. The end of Libra. That's what I mean. I don't think it. I is. think. I think. You know, because history is strange like this. This. This is an inevitability. It looks like it's inevitable that Libra is going to collapse, but I just sort of get this weird feeling no. that, that it's not going to happen like that. I, I'm. I'm saying it's inevitable from the opposite direction, like. Even if Facebook doesn't do this, yeah, yeah. somebody else yeah. will. And I think Facebook's smart enough to know that you know with cryptocurrency and stuff. If we don't do it, somebody else will. Yeah. So we can't back off. Even if we launch it and it in the beginning takes a beating like it is, yeah, we got to be there first. Well, that's the question: is will they be able to get it out the door? Yeah, or, I mean, like some you know some regulators from some countries. Yeah. I think France and Germany have already agreed to ban it completely. Yeah. Um, and some regulators have sworn up and down that they're going to kill it, they're going to kill it, they're going to kill it. Here's what's going to so, happen. Facebook's going to move to China. It's going to become the new currency in China. But, you know, I think we all agreed that really the places that it was most likely to take off is places like Zimbabwe, where they just can't trust their own yeah. currency. So yeah. 
to have something stable like this would be like a god. Facebook specifically said that those were the countries they were targeting were places without stable banks. Yeah. Without, yeah, where people don't even, there's countries where they don't even have access to Maybe that's to banks. why the world's powers are, are, so, are, are so afraid. Yeah, like, hey, wait a minute. This is why Visa they're gonna, and MasterCard. They're going to take away our ability to control these countries, yeah. to manipulate them. Um, I don't know, but. So for that reason, that reason alone, I, I sort of hope it gets out just because I'm curious to see what will happen. So this one is literally breaking news and breaking, I guess, in more ways than one. So Fortnite Season 10 came to an end today. And as Fortnite always does, at the end, beginning or an end of a season, they have these like in-game events where if you're there, you know, a certain thing happens and you witness it. Well, they've embraced the memes and literally deleted Fortnite. So Fortnite... As of right now, uh, is broken. It is gone. So if you were in the game, thank God, when this happened, everything, the whole game, your player, all the other players, the map, everything got sucked into a black hole. Thank God. And listen to this. Don't tease me. Listen, like listen to this. After that, like if you log into the game right now, there's literally nothing but a black hole and an exit button. Good. You can't play it. It's That's the way it was always meant. Twi- to be. It broke Twitch. This had four million views on Twitch. It yeah. went and all of Twitch that you couldn't you couldn't watch anything. Every single stream crashed. <laughs> so as of right now, uh, Fortnite like literally is gone. Good. And it's funny because I've heard a lot of people saying your reaction. Thank God it's finally <laughs> gone. It's dead. And then I've heard other people freaking well, out. Well, 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 laughing and saying ha ha ha. Epic took all your money from their skins and they're running. And, <laughs> yeah. But then I've heard other people flipping out. Oh, yeah, sure. I've got all these skins and they're gone. Oh, Where's my skins? What, what am I going to distract my seven-year-old child with? Now? That's what somebody <laughs> somebody else said. Filing a lawsuit. I now have to spend the evening with my children. <laughs> So, most I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if it's back up like within hours. Uh, this just happened a few hours ago, but I'm pretty it's pretty safe to say this game will be back. I am curious to see because this Fortnite Chapter Two thing, Apple leaked it on accident. Yeah. GG Apple. I want to see how much they change about the game because Chapter Two seems to hint that there's a big yeah. A big change on the way. And, the, you know, everybody assumes the map. But I hope it's more than just the map. Because I feel like the map in Fortnite doesn't even matter. Because you're kind of building your own map every single match. Everybody, if you want to build a mountain, you can build a mountain in 30 seconds. Well, the map I mean, doesn't you gotta, matter. You really got to hand it to them. This is one of the um, the gutsiest, most yeah. brazen, you know... Um, Attempts at marketing, <laughs> yeah. That there's ever been like, well, nobody has ever like willingly themselves. disabled, yeah, willingly disabled their service. Yeah. To, of course, maybe they didn't do it willingly. Maybe they had to take it off in order to update it. I don't know. I I, uh, I what I like the most about Fortnite, which is not the game itself, it's just these live events because they've become a total cultural thing. Everybody wants to be there for these live events. That's true. The marshmallow concert, the big uh, robot versus monster battle yeah. they had. I mean, in a lot of ways, Fortnite has sort of made itself into the new MTV. Yeah. You know, like yeah. MTV used to be like, you know, for our generation where, you know, you went for the big, like, sort of pop culture events. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, Fortnite is becoming that place yeah. where you go. To yeah. This, you know. Yeah. So. I remember MTV, their uh, New Year's Eve events yeah. were always like you wanted to watch VMAs. them. Yeah, like, that was, yeah. That was you had to watch TRL every yeah. day to yeah. see if your song made yeah. it to number one. But yeah, that's what I give them credit for. You know, I'm not a big fan of the game itself, but it's these live events that they pull off because nobody else is doing this. Nobody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, time for Godspeed stories. We've got quite a few this week, and we've got some good ones. So, should we set the timer? Yeah, yeah. I see. There's a lot of good ones here. So maybe we won't be able to make through it, make it through that fast. But um, setting the timer or stopwatch. Who's starting? Are you starting or am I? I'll start. You're reading first. Uh, you start. I'll read first. Yeah. Okay. Countdown. Three. Two, one. I didn't want him to smash his pumpkin. <laughs> Smashing pumpkin. Yeah. Three, two, one. 
Netflix finally began production of the Cowboy Bebop live action show, both of which we love the anime. Yep. And Ayn actually is a corgi. Please react in an emoji. Thank God. <laughs> What what emoji would you use to react? To uh, I don't know. Smile, I don't use the emoji. smiling. Yeah, exactly. The smiling poop emoji. The only thing that comes to mind whenever I ask me that. Maybe maybe the grape or the uh, whatever. I want to call it a grapefruit, but it's an eggplant. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Mia <laughs> Mia Jov- is uh, angry that Resident Evil is being rebooted. Says new crew won't have passion and will be fake. Now, is she describing the original Resident Evil movies or this reboot? I, she is so salty that she is not included Thank in this God. reboot. This has to be the most petty reaction. Thank to God her. she is not well, in this reboot. Jared Leto has been crying about Joker again. Literally too, makes so. it the, the greatest thing about this reboot. Uh, Doom Eternal has been delayed to March 2020. Out of the holiday season. You didn't even like the first Doom, no, right? so I'm not even faced by this that, one. But. That blows my mind. Uh, Call of Duty Mobile becomes the biggest mobile game launch of all time, surpassing 100 million downloads. I've downloaded this game as well, but I haven't played it. Should I play it? You actually should, just to see uh, how... F- well, you've played a lot of mobile games lately. <clears throat> Call of Duty Mobile is really not bad, but bear in mind it's published by Activision and Tencent, so if you feel strongly about that... I guess, steer clear, but it is a good game. The Washington Post has launched its own gaming and esports outlet titled Launcher. Do you think it'll become big on the gaming media scene, which constantly has is a revolving door, it seems? We've really jumped the shark on this, uh, the, you know, having your own gaming and esports. Oh, wait, wait. Is it is it just to cover, like, the news? Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a reporting, journalism. Okay, yeah, oh. Sure, why not? The more the merrier, I guess. I mean, for a while there, we were sort of going in reverse and dwindling, and and so good. I think it's great because it's such a legitimate news story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really shows you how far we've come. It really, yeah, um, ups the the credibility. Uh, Death Stranding World Tour announced starts October thirtieth and stops in New York. Here in New York, we um, gotta go. We so gotta go. We, we will. Kojima himself will be there. A journalist played a demo for only minutes and. Uh, <laughs> Had to stop playing out of fear. Had nightmares. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you expect to have nightmares when we don't play this? No, thing? but this guy said he never saw a single enemy. The environments alone <laughs> terrified him, and he had to walk away. You know, I had I had the same feeling from some of the games I used to play back on like the original Xbox or PlayStation, just because they're so ugly. <laughs> that was that wasn't the problem here. He said that he said that literally this was as scary as PT. Okay. Just saying. Well, I guess we'll find out. Death Stranding World Tour. We're going maybe. Uh, New York. So Activision announced the names of the Call of Duty League team. So basically, Overwatch League, but Call of Duty League. The names are terrible, but is the New York Subliners the worst of the batch? Um, depends. What does uh, that even mean? Can, can we get Arnold Schwarzenegger to come out here and go, go, Subliners. What is this go. Subliner? Go. So, I what? don't know. <laughs> it, it sort of reminds me it's of like, terrible. when you have like an out-of-towner come and try and explain New York to you. I think it's just a, what, the plastic that go. they wrap a foot long in. The, go, the paper. Subliners. Go. Uh, um, stream. Steam, not stream, introduces remote play together, granting all local multiplayer games online play. Uh, you excited for that? I think it's a great feature, but it has always cut, just specifically because it's always perplexed me that you're making PC couch co op games. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. So that's a great feature, yeah, I yeah. think. Good improvement. Uh, Sliver.tv and DLive have formed a streaming partnership. Sliver.tv is a platform that I stream on. DLive, DLive is a platform that PewDiePie streams upon. How many more streaming services are we going to see in the next 12 months? Uh, 10 million as they continue to splinter and fragment. Uh, makers of Hitman signed a deal with Warner Brothers for their next game. What could it be? I was trying to think of a DC Comics because, hit you know, Hitman. What would what would IO make if it was a DC property? Red Hood. It would make a Red Hood game. I, what I don't other know. shooters could could they be making? I, that's what I mean. I, I don't I don't know. Suicide like Squad a, yeah, attempt Suicide number Squad. three. I don't know. 
Uh, Rockstar is working on two unannounced games. Oh my god, breaking news. I love stories like this because they're nothing, but people get excited. Call it. What are they? Batman, Both. Sun, and Moon. What? <laughs> it's gonna be Rockstar? Like po- yeah, it's going to be like Pokemon. So it's going to be Batman, Sun, and Moon. Collect them all. Rockstar? <laughs> GTA 6 uh, is obviously one. Apple? Oh, oh shit, it's Rockstar. Uh, I was thinking Rocksteady. No, Rockstar. Uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto, Sun and Moon. <laughs> um, Apple leaks Fortnite Chapter 2. Oh, we already seems, talked about this. Which seems to be uh, bringing a new map. Uh, read, read the next one, too. Apple orders new Band of Brothers production. Is HBO Am Cry? I don't know, you tell me. Didn't you love the original? What's that? You love the original Band of Brothers, Brothers right? Oh, yeah. I never watched Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Fantastic. How did HBO lose this? So uh, HBO rejected it. Did they? Said, hey, get out of here. That's why I guess. Konami unveiled a new Silent Hill themed slot machine. Is there more that this company can do to piss on the grave of their fans? They take all of our great video game themes and uh, just flush them into the the toilet that is slot machines. Um, Zion makes big preseason impression. Is he still the real deal? I think, here's my prediction, not only will Zion be Rookie of the Year, but he will make the All-Star team his first year. Here's I mean, my big prediction, he's going to flop. He's already made it, he's been scoring 30 points a game. Flopzilla. Flop Zion. Uh, God mode moment right there. Starbreeze says Payday season or Payday 3 is coming in 2022 or 2023. This is a company that just filed for bankruptcy. Will they be dead before this game makes it out the door? They're not going to be dead. They're going to be in prison because they're going to. <laughs> their game is going to become very meta, where they have to rob. Well, remember they already got. Remember they already got raided. <laughs> the government. Oh, that's got right. raided. Yeah, them. that's right. So that was more meta than you believed. Uh, Xbox founder kickstarts digital board game board. Uh, how many times should board be in a game board? Game? Twice apparently. So this is literally a digital game board. But it, it's pretty clever. So you'll be able to just plug it in USB and be playing whatever like board game you can want on it. It's pretty smart. Okay. And the pieces can interact with it. Please be excited. You'll never have to buy another board That's game. That's true. Again. That is true. NVIDIA has created a game studio just to remaster old games with ray tracing. Will you purchase any game because it's been updated with ray tracing? And it was called Bluepoint. Um, nope. I won't either. I, mean, I don't know what the point is. Uh, it does it's your, the same game. Does your graphics card support ray tracing? Yeah. Does it make a difference? No. That is <laughs> That's it. We made it in eight minutes. That was one of the longer ones. Yep. But episode 61 is in the bag. The episode of the Red Rising Sun. Yep. That's what we're going to call it. What was that? Was it Rising Sun, the Superman, the Chinese Red story? Sun. Red Sun. Red okay. Sun. And I, I did Chinese cover. Just threw a rising in there. Rising. The house of the rising sun. Yeah, I saw House of the Dead 4 at uh, Galaxy Brewing Company this past week. Did you know they have an arcade now? No. Galaxy Brewing Company has become an arcade. Really? Yeah. That's close. Well, I mean, it's still House brewing. House of the Dead 4. I'm trying to remember what House of the Dead 4 even was. I think it had Uzis for... Uh, Gun. I remember House of the Dead 3. I don't remember. 3 had shotguns, and I thought yeah, that was I don't great. I really remember 4. What the hell was 4? I'm going to have to look this up. I actually want to go, though, because we went in there for a concert, and yeah. you know, we there's people everywhere. You couldn't play the games. But... Yeah. Who's playing? Anyone you know? What's that? Who's playing at the concert? Oh, it's Chris's band. Oh, okay. So we went in there for that, but then they had like all these arcade games everywhere. Which is smart. I think they got out of the restaurant business. Really? They're doing... Well, they make, like, bar food still. But I don't think they're doing, like, sit-down, like... Yeah, maybe that's a good idea. So they do entertainment. Everybody down there is doing that. There's so many restaurants. Yeah, exactly. And there's new ones popping up all the time. Yeah. So... Uh, so that's it for God More Unlocked episode 61. We'll be back next week with episode 62, which is going to be titled... LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. And here is a gratuitous birds reference, just so I can <laughs> resurrect the, 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 the streak. Star Wars, or uh, Star Trek bashing included at the end of the episode. Oh, that's true. Bonus. Please, please stay tuned. All right, we're out of here. It's colored suits and just fucking around in space. Yeah, exactly.
that's it. For, that's it. For, there was like and they're not even 80 really flying. They're just sort of drifting. Oh, yeah, they're just space. like nothing hanging there. out. It's literally like a soap opera with space in it.